0: Welcome to The Voice of Revenue, the no-nonsense show for revenue rock stars. Let's do this. Welcome to another show of The Voice of Revenue. Revenue. Now, can you imagine if I would have a completely different intro, like not this cool boom, boom, boom music, and then you come? This is the voice of revenue. Can you help me with some data? Of course I can. That is not a problem. But not in this show, people. In this show, we're gonna go from zero to a hundred energy. Okay. What are we going to talk about today that will enrich your life and take you further in your life? I can tell you, good will get you fired. Eh, Absolutely. Good will get you fired. Good is not good enough this day and age, right? So I cannot sit here and say, good will get you fired if I don't tell you how you can succeed, right? So what skills do you need in order to succeed? Let's start. Revenue manager does not equal revenue manager. And revenue management is not just done by revenue managers. That is a mouthful, but so true. Revenue manager does not equal revenue manager and revenue management is not just done by revenue managers. Why? Because revenue management, depending on what role you have, you require different skill sets, right? So let's look at the different skill sets that you need and what is happening. So imagine your single property manager. Whoop, whoop, eight to ten hours, same office, happy days. I can do the geek that can speak and literally go into that analysis every minute of that day. And all I got to do is deal with a couple of sales, couple of marketing, maybe my GM, maybe the owner, right? But fact is I have so much time to do analysis. It's absolutely crazy. This day and age, eight hours for one property, right? Now I'll give you a second property. So all of a sudden we don't have a one-on-one relationship. We have a one-to-many relationship in all things. So your multi-property manager, like, let's just assume you have two. You have 50% here, 50% there. You got to do the same decisions and the same standard of decisions, but with 50% of the time. And you got to manage different GMs, manage different stakeholders, maybe manage different owners. At the end of the day, you need a different skill set in order to make that work. The next level would be you are, let's say an area or corporate person. What does that person do? Not one-on-one, not one-on-many. No, it's one person managing people who manage properties. And that could be single properties and multi-property managers, right? So again, you need to be able to now make decisions or help make decisions to the person that has access or not access to the data in order to get the same output than you had as if you were a single property person. And guys, I'm not lying to you. Some people fail the higher they go because they love that single property. And there's absolutely nothing wrong because there is shitloads of properties out there that are massive and require your skill set. And equally, there's some people that are amazing. They can tell stories, they can do that. Maybe analytics is not their strongest selling point, But the higher they go, they don't need to go into the fine detail because they have other people doing it for them. And then you're moving into the functional head. And the functional head is essentially dipping my little toes into different departments. So marketing, sales, food and beverage, spa. All of a sudden you think, how can I optimize the performance of the asset, the company, the everything? right before you go to the executive strategy level and really look at it from a multi-year horizon so each of them single property multi property corporate functional executive all require different skill sets and therefore a different way you deal with data a different way you deal with granularity and you need to make sure that you still at the end get that output, what you were in inverted commas famous for, okay? So revenue manager does not equal revenue manager and equally revenue management is not done by revenue managers alone, okay? So what are some of the skills that you need? Well, first let's cover the easy part, hard skills, right? So here is my absolute number one top tip for you. Get your ass off the couch, stop watching Netflix every freaking night and eat your chips. Start reading, start listening to podcasts. Double up. Double up means when you take a shower, listen to something. There is no reason for you why you can't put five minutes in there. It's, the shower is not that amazing that you have to be all by yourself. You can take that time in order to do something. Now get training, get help, right? Take one of my revenue management courses, for example, take any course in analytics, marketing, food and beverage, because your ability to learn and turn that into action is going to be one of your greatest competitive advantages, right? But if there's one skill you want to learn, one skill that you absolutely want to nail is common sense in the analysis. OK, so the analysis is the bit between data and optimization, the hardest part, because that where shit gets wrong all the time. You sit in meetings and you see that person talking about a chart and you go like, holy freaking moly, how are you able to interpret so much shit into one graph? And then they look at you to say, right, right. And you sit there and go like, "Ah, oh, please. We've all been there. And it's even worse if you're the other person, because then you're losing face, right? So the analysis is the most crucial part. But now we're coming to an even more crucial, is that actually what? word? Crucial, crucial part, the soft skills. Okay. Number one tip, don't be a smart ass. Okay. I say it again, don't be a smart ass. I had this revenue person come over to me and say, Fabian, you know what? I just got into this new job. Like, it's amazing, right? I told the owner directly, like, boah, the segmentation is completely screwed. We got to build it from from ground up, right? And I'm going to take six weeks to do it. And I said, okay, so now you spend six weeks full time on changing segmentation for this company. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and what's my return on investment there? What do you mean? Well... What money do I get back for you spending six weeks on segment in? Well, um, it, it, the data will look cleaner. Okay, but what else? Can you make better pricing decisions? No, no, it's just it's just more tidy. Well, you just got yourself out of a job here. Because if you can't tell somebody, if you can't influence somebody to say, I am going to do A and the outcome is going to be B, then at a certain point in time, they're going to say, man, This dude is doing A, 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 but then it's out. And before you know it, you will fall to the prey of A employ B's and guess what? B employ C's and you're going to be B and then you have a downward spiral, right? Now, what else do I mean by don't be a smartass? I mean, you cannot influence somebody if you're judging them, Okay. They might not be so amazing in Excel sheets or so fancy in making little dashboards, right? Or they're dependent on you for all of those things, right? If you look at them with judgment, A, it's going to backfire and B, it ain't going to work, right? And if you don't have those soft skills and you say, actually, I need help with that, get a mentor. Go on LinkedIn. There's millions of people like myself who are there to help right who just want to help somebody else get further in their career now once you get a mentor once you get off your ass stop on netflix uh once you stop being a smart ass right we're now going to look at what sets you apart so by now you've just done the fundamentals right so what will set you apart what sets you apart is three things a Or number one, your ability to learn and turn that into action is your greatest competitive advantage. And guess what? Revenue management is a must-have skill. Why? Because we are touching the oil of the 21st century. We're touching data. Everything is data. Everybody wants data. But you know what? 90% of people don't understand data. They just don't get it. Right? And it's not their fault. Because when did you have in high school or in primary school a course on how to read and make sense out of data. We don't tell that to people, right? Crucial skill in the modern world, right? Now, so your ability to learn and then turn that into action, the key here is turning that into action. Knowledge ain't gonna do jack shit, right? Applied knowledge is where the beauty sits. Now, next thing, how fast can you adapt? So back in the day, iq was number one so how smart is that person right so clever that little man then we moved over to eq and said hang on one second iq yes all right but they have a little bit of a problem uh telling people what they think or they can't simplify it enough so you needed eq or emotional intelligence to essentially then help turn all of the jargon all of that intelligence into something where you can feel empathy, sympathy, and really help people grow, but equally help them make understand. So that's a big part of EQ and part of being a leader. But the last one is really going to kick it out. I don't even know where it kicks it out, but it really supercharges you, which is AQ, your adaptability quotient. I guarantee you. In the next 10 years, when you go for a job interview, you get a job. And by the time you start, your job has already been eliminated and you got to do something else. So we got to be very quick at picking up new skills and applying them. So how fast can I adapt to my surroundings, to my environment, to anything that is thrown at me in order to make success for myself and everybody else? And that is now a key part, the success for yourself who sets your standards you do that is what sets you apart from everybody else out there what do you believe the right standard to be and you should take no prisoners if somebody else does not have your standard bye bye see you later so you gotta make sure that your standard ain't good you want excellence and you can demand excellence because then you will attract excellence and so it will continue. It's a little bit like if you have that beautiful New Year's resolution to say, I'm going to lose weight. I'm pretty sure that was on there for the last 10, 15 years, right? Or I'm going to go to the gym for 10, 15 years. Then you have that, that motivation, you go in. But it ain't a long distance runner and all of a sudden that bagel magically moves from your hand into your mouth. But who took the bagel? Who does the hand belong to? You. Okay. So setting yourself standards that you do not deviate from and expect those from those around you will make sure that you will succeed. But it also means that if you look around you right now and you want to change, then chances are a lot of those that are currently around you will not make the cut. So to sum it all up, what did we learn today? Number one, good will get you fired. So you wanna be the bagel or you wanna be in control of the bagel. So set your own standards and expect them from anybody else. Second, AQ is now the one thing that makes you different. How fast can you take knowledge and bring it to the organization? And last but not least, you cannot influence someone if you are judging them. And if there's one thing you take out of this show today, next time you look at somebody and you think like, you just gotta stop yourself and say, i'm not gonna judge you i'm gonna help you so go out there get them tigers